Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Transmitting messages for decades. You're transmitting the station into space as we speak. <gasps> scary. That is kind of scary. Yeah, we're it's like, is E.T. listening? I wonder, I wonder, is anyone on the International Space Station listening? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Tune in. Space what FM. I wonder if they have that. Wee bit of crack. Somehow I think they're too busy. Tim <laughs> says, was a pretty, pretty woman. No, but like similar looking face. And this was only about four or five years ago. So it's not Julia Roberts. Not Julia Roberts, but like similar enough looks. Although this woman would look a little bit smaller. Is it Kate Blanche? Oh, is it Isla Fisher? Uh, no, but very similar looking to Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher, but less crack. Oh. You've seen the new Superman. Superman's wife. I haven't seen the new Superman. I haven't. You've seen the new Superman. No, I actually haven't. Sergio, you've seen the new Superman. No, I haven't. You you haven't seen Batman v Superman? No. The the Justice League? I told you that's not my thing. What? Having fun isn't your (laughs) thing? I don't Um, like... I don't like having fun. No, I don't Um, like... um, I don't like anything that's... um, Exaggerated or make believe I like real. They're metaphors for life. I know, but I just. Superman is meant to embody the American values, hence why he's red and blue. No. Superman's not for and me. And that's why he wears his pants on the outside, because they're in bits and don't know what they're doing. That's why Superman wears his pants on the outside. So you're just a right. big child. Yeah. You're a boy. Arrival! Thank you! Oh, I know the redhead you're talking you. about. What's the woman's name in Arrival? Amy Adams. Is that what it is? Amy Adams. There we go. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know what I mean about the kind of doesn't really ever have any yeah, yeah, yeah. expressions on her face. Yeah, definitely less crack than Isla Fisher. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like if you suck some of the life out of Isla Fisher, you'd have Amy Adams. <laughs> like, <laughs> there you go. No crack. Uh, okay, there was someone else there. A quick message that I wanted to read up before we go in relation to aliens. I think it was, uh, you know, I think it was Liam Zell. In our own history, when two cultures meet for the first time, bad things follow. No reason to assume aliens won't be the same story oh that's very <sighs> ominous and grim isn't it very grim there's no need to be that grim be positive lads come on Liam I would agree with you and do you think if we ever if we ever wind up meeting aliens there will be a world war as in a war of the worlds no I don't think I that Trump set up a space force I think he knows something we don't space force there is the military coming out confirming that they cannot explain the video footage that they have and now we have oh there's aliens on Venus I still am yet to see one look I mean I don't mind being the the guinea pig the human guinea pig I mean if the aliens want to take one of us away I'm going to put my hand up I am happy out guys I'll see what's going on well send Saoirse over as our global representative Saoirse to space (laughs) (laughs) the aliens we're all going together I'd love it Saoirse in space La la la. Be a great cartoon. What actually? There you go. Pitch that in. Search in space. She's looking for a man. A spaceman. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll pitch that in. See if the bosses have the budget too. What do you need? We need four hundred million uh, just to fly search up in space. Yeah, that's all. Nothing big. Uh-oh. Aliens are among us already. Don't be saying that to me. They can shape shift to look human. Area fifty one, etc. Ah, now come on. Well, listen, he's right. I mean, you try to go to Area fifty one, you'd be shot and killed. Sweet. Does this mean you could be an alien? Terminal Union? Are you shapeshifting right now? Weird. Hmm. Uh, cool. Right. Still to come on the show, we're going to be chatting to someone who believes you can be romantically in love with someone, but you don't want ever to have sex with them. Who knows if that's even possible? We'll be chatting to somebody about that in a little while. Next, though, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of wrestling, but this form of wrestling is insane. Insane. Like, 
weird. Yeah, wrestling we all know is a little bit obviously over the top and orchestrated and it's pantomimeous and it's a bit of crack. But this <laughs> deathmatch wrestling is when people use everything from nail beds, barbed wire, um, glass tubes, like fluorescent glass tubes to smash over their faces, cheese graters on lads' heads, proper bleeding, proper injuries, proper gory blood. It's starting to gain traction over in the United States because no one in their right mind is going to ensure anything like that here. But we're going to be chatting to uh, Brandon Kirk, who is one of the professional deathmatch wrestlers that puts their body on the line uh, every single, well, a couple of times a month for these ridiculously insane wrestling matches. They're mad, absolutely mad. Go check them out online if you haven't seen them. But he'll be telling us how he got into it, why he got into it, and what's the worst injury he's ever suffered during one of these wrestling death matches. That's on the way next here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here and uh, you know we do talk to a lot of uh, very strange interesting people doing things that I would imagine the large majority of people would never even fathom to do and this next individual I, I'd imagine his mother was ter- terrified of the stuff he was getting up to as a young lad Yeah it's really really strange because of course I grew up with a little brother obsessed with uh, wrestling you know Stone Cold Steve Austin like it was kind of acting though more so than anything else but he watched it he played with his little characters never knew anyone that did it kind of professionally though and then going back to this story someone who's taken it a step further yeah so if you're a fan of wrestling you'll know obviously the main WWE lads is very much yeah pantomime and acting and it's always uh, everyone's pretty much known that's the crack with it anyway but there's more and more kind of groups that are set up all over the world that want something a bit more hardcore that the athletes and the wrestlers that are taking part are willing to go um, and put their bodies literally on the line there's barbed wire there's broken glass there's there's nails there's things being hammered into their heads it's just absolute absolute insanity and it's not it's not really fake these lads are getting properly injured properly cut open and it's you know blood soaked rings there's various different forms of these death matches that take place all over the world and uh, joining us now is professional wrestler Brandon Kirk to talk a little bit more about some of the maybe explain maybe what the deathmatch style of wrestling is all about and to chat a little bit about his own career maybe some of the, the situations he's found himself in inside the ring but uh, Brandon thanks very much for popping on F104 this evening Hey thank you guys for having me appreciate it So tell us exactly what you do and how you got into this I think you guys hit the nail on the head right in that intro there strange and interesting and definitely <laughs> Is definitely the right terminology to use for it. It definitely is. It's a weird kind of niche thing in wrestling, the whole deathmatch wrestling scene. There's definitely a hard, a hardcore niche for it. And the way I got into it, you know, it's not something that I originally thought of doing. Like, I didn't, I didn't get into wrestling thinking, man, I really want to go through barbed wire and pour a glass over my head. Like, that wasn't my intention. But it just kind of was happenstance, really. It just kind of happened to where there was a show going on. I worked for so a promotion called GCW. Um, it's a big independent professional wrestling company in, in the States. There was a match that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be a no real barbed wire match. And one of the guys couldn't show up. And I was working for the company at the time. I wasn't doing death matches. And the promoter just said, hey, do you want to do this? And you know, I thought about it. I was like... I don't know. I've never done anything like this before. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just, I'll try it. And weirdly enough, I loved it. <laughs> it was just this weird thing. It was like, and it's not even like I love pain or getting hurt or anything like that. It's just the thrill of it was intoxicating. And, you know, from that point on, like I was, I was hooked, you know. On that first match, I suppose if someone is listening, who mightn't be too familiar, let's say with, with the, the differences in normal wrestling versus death mat, death mat wrestling. Yeah. What were some of the stuff that happened to you and, 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 you know, some of the things you either got hit with, like how did that match differ from traditional wrestling matches? Obviously, it's significantly more painful. It's, you know, there's the first time in that match in particular, so this no rope barbed wire match was the first time I ever went through barbed wire. And I guess originally, like, I wasn't anticipating it to be as bad as it was. I'm like, oh, they're just, you know, little spikes. It shouldn't be too bad. But those little spikes, they, they dig into your skin and they get stuck and it's pretty painful. So obviously most of the things that I'm doing, you know, in terms of the glass and stuff, you know, glass can cut you up pretty bad. You know, the barbed wire and all and, uh, light tubes and stuff like that. It's it's definitely significantly more painful than, you know, your typical professional wrestling match. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like you're in the zone, you're in this mindset of, you know, you're trying to win. But are you ever afraid you'll take it too far? I don't think so. I, 
you know, I think it's just at the time it's the adrenaline. Like, I hate to say that I feel invincible, but in the moment you kind of do, you know, because I, I feel like the more you worry about, you know, taking it too far or potentially getting hurt, obviously you have to have be precautionary and, you know, make sure that what you're doing isn't going to get you severely injured. But when you're in the moment and that adrenaline is flowing, like you almost don't feel it. And, you know, once you can get over that hump of, you know, uh, if you, go, you guys have seen, obviously, the, you know, the Vice documentary of, about CZW and Tournament of Death, uh, mm. Connor Claxton, one of the guys that was interviewed, said it best. Once you get over that hump of anticipation of what you're about to go through, then it's smooth sailing from there. Yeah, and, and I've seen that. I remember him saying that in that Vice documentary. And if you haven't seen it, and if you're listening, do check it out because it just opens your mind up to a completely different world and, you know, just a fascinating yeah. perspective uh, perspective on it. And you'll see there's guys smashing through glass, barbed wire. I've seen you as well in a wrestling match where you're, you know, bouncing uh, fluorescent light tubes off people's heads and using a cheese grater. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's carnage, it's blood, and it, and it seems to be, as you said, a small group uh, and probably a growing group of really hardcore, dedicated fans who absolutely love this. But what are the rules to a deathmatch wrestling fight? Like, where are the lines drawn? I guess the lines are drawn to basically to the point of where you can get seriously injured. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. You know, there's you know everything that we do in a death match can be done safely. You know, obviously to an extent, but it can be done safely. And you know, for the most part, you won't see too many guys you know past that line of doing something where you're very obviously going to get seriously injured. So I guess you know, at least for me, I mean, there's there's a handful of things that I won't do just personally because they skip me out. But, you know, I'm not going to go out and do anything that's going to get me seriously injured. And that's kind of the mindset of everybody else, too. Like, everything that we that we do, we know, you know, we can execute safely and make sure nobody gets seriously hurt. So that's kind of how it is. And is there specific training that you have to do for this type of career? <sighs> there really isn't. <laughs> there's, I don't think there's any way to, you know, I mean, there there is, like I said, there there is safe ways to execute certain things you know like there's a specific a specific way to swing a light tube you know the obvious the you know the best way to go about swinging a light tube is going overhand and because if you decide to take it and swing it like a baseball bat and hit somebody on the side of the head with it you're going to seriously hurt them so there's you know ways that guys get taught how to execute certain things but you know, there really is no training or, or pre-planning into doing any of these things. And I also don't think anyone would want to. Like, I don't think, you know, going over a match beforehand, anyone would want to be like, hey, do you want to jump into this pit of barbed wire and see if we can do it right the first time before we do it in the match? So it's just kind of, you know, yeah. making sure you know how to do things properly. And, you know, it's just kind of get taught the right way, you know, before you do it as opposed to you know, actually doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I imagine there's certain, yeah, as you mentioned, there's certain ways you can manage the risk of working with the barbed wire or maybe glass or, or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm sure exactly. some of it and it's is like, maybe... And it's like anything. It's like anything, you know, even in a, in a regular professional wrestling match, there's, there's a right way to give a suplex. There's a right way to you know, put in a headlock and, you know, just like yeah. that match wrestling, there's a right way to do everything. You know, um, these these death matches are obviously they're obviously more extreme than your traditional wrestling, right? Are, are they legal in all states in the United States? States have different guidelines. You know, with the states it's weird because every state has an athletic commission, but certain states don't recognize professional wrestling as a sport, so it kind of varies where, wherever you go. Right. Like New York, for example, any do anything to do with glass or blood or anything like that is completely off limits. You know, they they take professional wrestling very seriously there so there's always somebody from the commission at the buildings there's always you know fire marshal and all that stuff to make sure none of that stuff happens other states don't really care as much like new jersey it's kind of like the wild west here <laughs> you know it's, mm. anybody can you can really get a, you know according to the rules glass is against the is against the rules but there's really nobody around to enforce it so you can kind of get away with it more and you know it, it, just, it varies by state and what do your family make of you doing this <laughs> oh, oh they love it um, no, they, they, they're always worrying about me. You know, you know, my parents, they're not huge fans, but, but, but they support me nonetheless. They know, you know, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. So they're always very supportive. But of course, you know, my mother's always having a heart attack when she, when she sees <laughs> the things that I post about what I'm doing in my matches. But yeah, you know, I can imagine because if, if, if you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Brandon Kirk, who's a professional wrestler, but takes part in the deathmatch kind of wrestling styles, which 
is a lot more extreme and more painful and more, um, not lethal, obviously, but a lot more blood um, and gore involved in these matches. What are some of kind of the more painful or kind of worst injuries that you've ever experienced? trying to think there's a lot of things that are painful, but I'll still do them. There's, uh, I don't know if you guys know what gusset plates are. So basically no. gusset plates are just these, these metal plates that have spikes on the bottom of them. And they're used for construction. So they're used to put two by fours together, you know, for, for building structures. And we kind of put them, you know, you can bang them in each other's heads or in their arms. And that's really painful. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's one thing that I, I hate doing, but I do it anyway. And it's a weird thing to say, but I get the most amount of blood when I do it that way. More times than not, I like if somebody puts it in the top of my head and I can get the, the blood flowing. That way I don't have to cut up my foreheads because my forehead surprisingly isn't that bad. I don't look you know, like my, I'm all carved up, but you know, that's something that I'll do, but it's extremely painful. But my barbed wire, like you would think that it's not as bad as it is. And it's a very common thing in deathmatch wrestling. You know, most guys will do it, but you know, like I said, it gets, it gets stuck inside of you. It rips your skin. It's, it's really painful. And then, you know, light tubes don't hurt that bad, but depending on how they break, those shards of glass can get pretty big and they can slice you pretty bad. So, you know, when that does go bad, that's also pretty painful. So those things are, <laughs> those are probably the worst things. Now, I've seen the video, but for anyone that hasn't seen it, what would be a typical match? What's it like? I mean, do you have the equipment set up and ready to go that you're going to use for the match or is it just sporadic? Yeah, so they, most promotions have a crew of guys that are in the locker room just kind of putting all these contractions together so you you know you, you go into the locker room you walk around you see just a crew of guys just taping light tubes together and stapling barbed wire onto onto to doors and tables and stuff like that so you know you normally have a, a, a crew of guys just putting everything together and they'll, they'll come up to you and ask you what you want to use you know for that particular match and they'll construct it for you they'll put everything together and right before you match the whole crew will go out and just lay everything out in the ring right before the match so pretty interesting is there i don't mean to be rude in asking this but is there much money in it like are you able to do this full time yeah there's i would say significantly more money in doing this than you know having a standard wrestling match yeah you know, is the risk is the risk reward factor? Like, is it is it worth it? To some people, no. You know, some people, no. I don't want to get scarred up or anything like that. The scars don't bother me, so that's not a big deal. And you know, at least to me, I, I feel like I'm relatively good at what I do. So to me, it is worth it. You know, making that extra few hundred dollars to do a match like this, it's worth it to me. And I could you know make a full time living off of it. I I don't really at this point because you know it's hard to do this type of match too often because you know eventually you're it's going to catch up with you. You know, I'll, yeah. I'm lucky if I do maybe one or two death matches a month. And, you know, besides that, I keep it to, you know, my standard wrestling matches. My body wouldn't wouldn't be able to handle handle doing this, you know, every weekend, you know. So I guess it is a newer version of wrestling as such. So do you hope that this expands to other countries or are you are kind of happy? I hope so. Small? I hope so. I mean, I do enjoy the, the fact that it is a little niche type thing, you know, to where it almost feels like like an underground kind of thing. Like it feels like fight mm. You know, because when you go to some of these grittier type venues and, you know, like you're in a barn somewhere, but you got like 200 crazy, rabid, bloodthirsty fans hanging out, like it feels like it's its own thing. But then on the other hand, I do, I would like for it to be more universal because, you know, wrestling is like flavors of ice cream. You know, there's regular wrestling and comedy wrestling and all this stuff. And I would like for it to be more universal thing and something for people to, to appreciate, you know, like. I would love to see it on a grander scale and people actually appreciate the things that we do besides, you know, besides the little niche crowd that we have. Yeah, I'm, I'm always wondering as well, though. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if... I know there is wrestling that takes place here, but I'm not sure if the, the, the deathmatch style of wrestling actually takes place here. The only reason I can think of is our insurance cartels would have a conniption <laughs> and would probably never, <laughs> ever be able to insure anything like this. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah I don't I mean, know if but... I could sit through a match either. I mean, if I was going out with you or married to you, I would be just so nervous all of the time. <laughs> That's how my, my wife is. You know, she's... <laughs> the other day, I actually had a, a match on, on Saturday where I did some crazy stuff and she's at home sitting, you know, watching it on pay-per-view and just texting me as soon as I come back, texting me. It's like, you're crazy. Why do you do this stupid stuff? You know, she's just going 
she's going great. She, I mean, she's just as supportive too, but you know, it obviously makes her a little nervous. Some of the things that I do. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah. Jumping into barbed wire and glass and cheese graters and light poles <laughs> and everything being bounced off your head. I'm sure she's not. I'm, su- I'm sure sometimes she feels like she wants to do that to you because you've stressed her out so much. She's just like, give me the light <laughs> thing, smash. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, well, I would say that she's actually more mad at me than anything because she's the one that's got to clean me up when I get home. And she's the one that's got to put all the peroxide and clean the glass off of my body and take the thumbtacks out of my head. So that's oh, her God. responsibility when I get home. I'm also not the most pleasant person after I'm done with these death matches because I'm sore. I can barely walk. I got cuts all over my body. I'm not the most pleasant person to be around. So she's more pissed off than anything. Superwoman. Oh, yeah. It could be a new form of uh, relationship therapy, these death matches in the ring, where you just get out all the frustration <laughs> oh, yeah. and anger. I feel, well, real quick, I, I kind of did turn her to the dark side a little bit because I kind of I got her into doing this, to uh, at least dabbling into the death match world a little bit. She had a match for CZW, and it was an exploding barbed wire match where the the ropes were barbed wire instead of ropes and when she got suplexed into the ropes it exploded but, so I was able to get her wow. to dabble and do it a little bit so I, guess, wow. I think it, I think it made her appreciate what I do a little bit more now. that is God. one open-minded understanding mm-hmm. wife you've got there don't don't go screwing that oh, yeah. way. You're going to have to keep her. Yeah, exactly. God. Well, well, listen, if you are interested in having a look at uh, Brandon's matches in his wrestling, a lot of his stuff goes up on, uh, uh, on online anyway. You can check him out on Twitter. The Real underscore Kirk. You can check him out there. There's tons of uh, videos that he has as well. You've got stuff on your YouTube channel as well. Your YouTube channel uh, is called what? The username? So I think it's just Brandon Kirk. Definitely go check it out. It's 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 different. As we said, it's strange. It's weird. It's interesting. It is, uh, it is mad and it's insane and Brandon is one of the uh, those people who gladly and willingly jumps into the ring with some of the most uh, dangerous objects you can find. Brandon Kirk, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure and eye-opener. Uh, tell your wife we said hello and we will chat to you again soon. Will do. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Anytime at all, sir. Uh, on the way uh, next, some bad news for Dublin pubs has just been released this evening. I'll tell you exactly what it entails after Calvin Harris the weekend. This is over now. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Bad, bad news for Dublin pubs just announced this evening. Yes, so the pubs were supposed to open on September 21st and what has come to light tonight? So that was next Monday and due to the increased number of cases in Dublin, the Independent are reporting this evening now that your local pub that does not serve food will not be permitted to open as planned next week. <sighs> like it's such a kick in the face. So all other pubs around the country are back open. All other quote-unquote wet pubs outside of Dublin next Monday are still on course to be able to open. So that's some good news if you're listening outside of Dublin. But if your local was set to open next Monday, and again, I'm sure, you know, if you're working in a bar, you're looking forward to one getting back to work, I'm sure you spent a hell of a lot of money on ensuring the place met your COVID guidelines and all that stuff yeah. been pushed back um, another week at least apparently so if the pub does not serve food it is not opening pubs that do serve food are as is obviously but pubs in Dublin are not allowed open if they are just normal regular pubs without food the plan was and here's the thing we called it last week said last week that, uh, that uh, they probably wind up changing with the cases that are kind of going up so another absolute kick in the hole for uh, a lot of people who wanted to get back to work. Yeah, it is it is tragic. I mean, obviously, it's put in place for a reason, but I do feel for any bar staff or anyone that was planning on reopening their pub suffered a huge loss so far, I can imagine, and uh, it's going to be tough to get back up there, isn't it? Yeah, ridiculous. So I follow it. We we chatted to a guy before who runs the angry bar, the angry bartender page on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Fairly, well, as you can imagine, his whole page is about being angry. Uh, he's a bit upset, fairly annoyed. Um, that's the decision. It's another week. I don't know. If they might be able to sell it. Ah, it's only another week, but it's another week of uh, people out of work and lost jobs and the whole other shebang. So that's the, o- the, the only good thing. The weather is good for the rest of the week. That's the only good thing that are going to keep people, you know, people can have barbecues outside in the garden. But even like if you're a pub, you could have, yeah, I suppose you can have a barbecue, then you can open up and whatever. Uh, just if you're a pub and you're closed, get yourself a pizza oven and yeah. open up on the 21st. Exactly. Although I just know there's massive, uh, I think, health and safety 
issues with being allowed to serve food. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Anyway, bad news. Your local is not opening next Monday in Dublin. Outside of Dublin, all of the pubs, all the rural pubs and everything, that's good news. They're opening. But pubs that do not serve food will not be permitted to open as planned in Dublin next week. So this is getting frustrating for a hell of a lot of people. But if we can get the cases under control, if you can wash your hands more, if you can reduce your social contacts, if you can stop coughing in people's faces. Stop breathing on people. I saw, I was in a shopping centre yesterday, today, Monday? Mm. Yesterday. And a woman took off her mask to cough. People are doing this and they're not realising they're even doing it. Now, I understand if you have to cough, you have to go... <coughs> yeah. Right? So yeah. obviously maybe sucking it in is a little bit annoying and you get mask in your mouth or whatever. But you're just looking at these people going, Come on. This is the point of the mask. Yeah. Look, it's still hard for people to get used to it. I am still not used to wearing a mask. So now when I'm going into a shop, I obviously always have the mask on now because I'm terrified that I'm going to go in by accident and not have it on. But like today, went in with my sunglasses on. But I left everything on. What? I look like Bono walking around. <laughs> People were like, what is she doing with sunglasses on? I just didn't like, even think to Oh my take God, off is that the hemorrhoid cream girl? I'm sorry. Sorry it is. Yeah, hoop dreams. That's me. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> oh my God, wow. This is so embarrassing. Ooh. Instead, I'm the opposite. I'm like, see me. I'm actually on page 22. Yeah. That, that's me. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Um, everyone afford that. And there'll be more. Hazel and Eamon will have more throughout the day tomorrow. It has not been proved, but it has not been approved as of yet. But according to the independent who have broken the story, it is likely to be approved tomorrow by the government. So uh, your local will not be opening unless they're serving food. So do check back um, with with the news in the morning. They'll keep give you give you updated and keep you updated for the whole entire day. I think everyone's just getting a little annoyed. Just keep washing your hands. Yeah, just keep on washing those hands and be cleaner than you've ever been clean and we'll just try our hardest. The good thing, here's what I'm going to predict. I'm going to throw this prediction out here, right? The good weather. Apparently this virus cannot survive in hot temperatures as well as it can in milder temperatures. So we're going to see a reduction in transmission over the next week because... The weather's good. The weather's good. And then we're going to turn to freezing cold Ireland and then what's going to happen? The world's going to implode. All right, we might as well just get hit by an asteroid at this stage and go, listen, 2020 has been so bad, we'll just restart. Do you know what we can do? It, 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 you know, obviously the dinosaurs, they had their fun and then they were wiped out and they went extinct and they gave rise to us. Yes. Maybe we've just had our fun. Maybe 2020 is the end and you've like, listen, lads. Good luck to you. We're going to be hit by an asteroid. That's the end of it now. Humans are going extinct and the next species can evolve and try and figure out how to do this thing better because but the dinosaurs couldn't do it. a warning. No, good. the dinosaurs didn't get a warning. Yeah, true. No, just uh, they got... Hit bit of the old meteorite and that was the end of that or an asteroid. Well, that's kind of sad, isn't it? So listen, enjoy the last three months of uh, the year because this is it for humanity. We're all doomed. Well, at least now, you know, New Year's Eve. Now, I don't do any of that. I want to be more healthy for 2021 and 2022 then. No. Yeah. What you want to do is survive. <laughs> that's all you care about now is surviving. Yeah. yeah, surviving. So deep breaths, everyone. So you can't have any goals for... 2021. Yeah, write that off as well. Write that off as well. Mm. 2021, you're just going to eat yourself into a coma because you might need to be, uh, there could be a nuclear winter on the way. You (laughs) might need to be able to survive. But uh, listen, uh, more information up on F104. Wet pubs in Dublin closed for another week, unfortunately. Uh, If you're outside of Dublin, your grant, they're all opening up, which is some good news, especially for the old, the old lads down the country who want to go for an old pint. Exactly, yeah. Right? Um, Yeah. Get, wash your hands and get fancy hand sanitizers that smells nice and still to come on the show we'll be talking to a man who believes a psychologist I should say who believes you can fall in love with someone whatever their sex or gender and you don't necessarily want to have sex with them he believes that your romantic interests can, can be in some situations separate from your sexual desires and sexual fantasies you can love someone without wanting to do bold things to them We'll be chatting about that uh, in just a few moments time and music on the way from Topic featuring A7S. That's next here on F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Okay, having a bit of an issue here. <laughs> if you could see him right now, uh, he looks uh, dishevelled, I would say. Uh, what is this happening? Headphones are wrapped around his leg. He's got one ear in, one ear out. You look like a mess. You look you're not on TV. I am a little bit of a mess right now. Hang on a second now. The earphone wire decides to just curl itself up so I can't hear an absolute thing. Gripping, gripping radio. So if anybody wants to say something bad about him, you can say it right now. You can't hear anything. Can't hear anything? No. Cannot hear a thing. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe. Did you get it? Oh, okay. He's still not plugged in yet. 
No worries. Talk Take your time. It's only, it's only a video for video day. It's only live radio. Yeah, don't worry right. about it. It's funny because I've stopped now and had a look at you properly. I've realised you're wearing another lovely black t-shirt. It's charcoal grey. Charcoal grey. So I'm updating my wardrobe. I've gone from, um, I've actually thrown out two older grey t-shirts. I've like, listen, even though they're grey and don't have much colour in them, there's even less life to these miserable grey t-shirts at the moment. So, Although I am glad that I told you last week that you should wear your darker t-shirts at the start of yep. the week and then gradually get lighter. So, I mean, it is a horrible black charcoaly colour. So... You're, you're doing a good job. Although today, one of the hottest days in a long time, I'm just sitting there frying going, oh my No God. wonder you smell a B.O. I know, I know, that was it. I was hoping though I'd come in and have some uh, uh, links left in or deodorant left in uh, the studio, which I usually do. I have an emergency supply. But you don't. It's all gone. It is all gone. So unfortunately, uh, that's the crack with that. Uh, news we just got this evening, Dublin pubs that do not serve food will not be permitted to open as planned next week. Apologies about that. And uh, it'll be delayed again until the cases come down. Uh, Liam has said, I hate to burst your bubble, but Jamaica is averaging 100 plus cases a day and it's been unbearably hot. The nice weather won't be helping you. Because yeah, I suggested I, that the virus mm. may not be able to survive in such warm, temperate climates. I did actually hear that too, Liam, to be honest. That temperature doesn't really matter to this virus. It's going to come. I anyway. don't know. I, uh, isn't it just four grand. We'll put four grand on it this evening. But you know what oh, I think? Yeah. What I actually think? is that obviously come into the colder weather, most people are going to get a colder flu at some point. Mm-hmm. So then they won't know what's what. Yeah, and you know yeah, what actually, I mean? that'll be chaos, won't it? Because you'll chaos. get the flu and you'll be like, do I have corona now? Yeah. That's going to really mess a lot of things up. You'll have a runny nose. Although the runny nose will be the flu and the cough will be corona. Yeah, I mean, I remember I had, I came in here just literally when everything locked down. Yeah. And I, I just knew I was run down that weekend and... I didn't sleep well. I just, you know, when you just feel a bit SHIT. Yep. And then the runny nose started, but I was grand. I knew I was fine. I didn't have the coronavirus. Went to a doctor. The doctor said, you do not have symptoms of it. You know, you're fine to go to work. Went to work and you were like, get out. Just, just I get. I was following out. our yellow procedures that are painted at the time, though, all over the wall. It wasn't there at the time because it was very beginning of all of this. Yeah. So then anyway, I went home. But that is going to be very challenging. Come the winter, isn't it? That'll be fun. How many people are going to be sent home? Two a weeks lot. off over yeah. Christmas. If the pubs are open, I'm getting a happy days. <laughs> it's just whoop, sorry. <laughs> oh, I got that temperature. I'm going to be hair drying my head on the way and taking my temperature and going, oh, look at that, 48 degrees. Don't know what's going on, but uh, best go home for two weeks. I'll work, I'll work from home. And then obviously I've been, been in contact with you, so I'd have to go home as well. There you go. Yeah, we'll all have to be locked down. Yeah. So room 104 from a snug somewhere in town. Uh, could be happening this winter. Can I ask a question? Of course you can. Of course you can. This is uh, Gary. Uh, what? Uh, now, I don't know why you want to ask this question, but sure, look. Can I ask a question? What are the spiciest crisps you can get in Dublin? The spiciest crisps? Hmm. Now, I would have said maybe Monster Munch, you know, the hot and spicy. Yeah. They're spicy and I think they're really delicious. But remember Hot Lips? I don't think I've ever had Hot Lips. Hot Lips were hot. They weren't. They were is there a difference too. between hot and spicy? I mean, is is Gary looking for... No, they were spicy hot. I'm trying to think, is there some like real fancy packet of crisps, like a Dunn's premium brand? I was brand, thinking that as well. Spicy thing that would blow the mouth off you. Yeah, I think there is. You know, one of those seasonedy ones as well. But they're nasty. You don't want to be eating any Spiciest of them. Spiciest ones. Yeah, I suppose. What were the, is it the chipsticks? Oh, they're chip all really the same flavour, just in different shapes. Yeah. Chipsticks, Monster Munch, Burger Bites. Oh, Burger Bites. Special, but they're not really that spicy, are they? No. No, I think hot and spicy Monster Munch are sticking out in my mind. And Gary, are you talking like, like, what's the thing I'm looking for? Doritos? Yeah. Are they a crisp? I would call them a crisp, yeah. Are they included in this? Because some of them can be very spicy. Actually, the red packet of them is quite spicy. That's one thing, but is mm-hmm. that a crisp? Well, that's more hot now, isn't it? Yeah, they're a crisp. Are they? Oh, yeah. They're so not you a can chip. buy them in a Are they not packet? a chip? No. We're not in America now. I know, but even here, I'd call. I wouldn't call them. You'd go. Sorry, I'm just, honey. I'm going down to get some chips. Going out to get some <laughs> chips and some Jello. If you oh, said that to like me and you didn't come back with a chipper chip, oh, I swear to God, yeah. I'd kill you. Every right as well. Two bags of chips and I come back with two Doritos. Oh, hey, honey. Spicy. No, no. Oh, um, n- nose runny, spicy, kind of like flaming hot Cheetos, except ones I can buy in Ireland. Ah, I've never had them before. Ah, flaming hot. Ah, okay. Cheetos. 
Weird. The debate of the evening, Gary, you're kicking this off. We're getting tons of texts in. Keith, what's the story? M&S, habanero chili or jalapeno nacho flavour? See, they just seem too hot for me now. I'm all about my hot stuff, but... Oh. You don't want to... Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Overpowering crisp. Again, are, 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 are the Dorito chip type things crisps? Yeah, Doritos are crisps. Are you crazy? You don't go, I'm just going to get some chips. You're watching far too much American TV. No, I'm just, I'm just concerned. Okay, can you read out that text about the M&S stuff again? Just want to make sure that we do it correctly. Who, me? Yeah. Two seconds. We're going to set the tone for the oh, okay. M&S ad. Here we go. M&S. I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> Ruined it. Haber- go on, try it there. Haberne. Habenero? Habenero. Is that it? Okay. M&S. Habenero chili or jalapeno <laughs> nacho flavors. I think it's habanero, is it not? I don't know. I don't even know what it is. is it Se- oh, sensations are hot. Mmm, sensations. They are, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, so Gar- Gary is looking for a very, very spicy kind of... Uh, I want to help you out, but like... Oh, this is so good. I've never 100%. had the Cheetos that are hot. Have you not? Hot Cheetos, no. Jacinta, evening, how's you? Hi, yeah. Uh, Hi, well? Jacinta. I'm grand, thank you. Good. What's up with you? Those crisps, the bones, they're really spicy as well. Which which bones. ones now? Which bone? Banshee bones? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had them in years. Are they spicy? I would have thought they were like um, meanies type crisps, no? Similar. Similar to meanies, yeah. Uh, now, did somebody mention last week that, who did we have on the phone? That said, they're bringing back Banshee Bones. Was it Banshee Sam. Bones? Was it Sam? Sam, yeah. Banshee oh, Bones. Lovely. And they yeah. talked about that uh, the next morning as well. It did. So that's been uh, confirmed. So, uh, Jacinta, these might be coming back to the shops. Oh, lovely. So, I don't know if you want to block off a day or two next week and just queue up outside your local Tesco and go in because they might be coming back. Oh, lovely. That'd be yeah. nice now. Listen, Jacinta, <laughs> you're saying the spiciest crisps that you can buy in Dublin are Banshee Bones. Banshee Bones, chip sticks. Monster Munch. Solid. Yeah, Monster Munch are delicious. And those sensations. Yeah, the sensations are really bad hot. at all. They're very hot. We're just oh, trying yeah. to find something to blow the nose off, Gary. I went out on Saturday night for a meal and the food I got was a bit spicy as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely. See, I wouldn't be a spicy man myself. I'm but a Jacinta big is. spicy girl. You, sir, mm. Well, listen, Jacinta, thanks a million for popping on with that, right? We'll pass the message on to Gary and see if that sorts him out in any way, shape or form. Okay, no problem. Have a good night, Jacinta. And you. Bye. Thank you for that. Yeah, them sensations seem to be top of the list for most people here on terms on in terms of spice. Banshee bones, chipsticks and meanies, the spicest this year at MS. I wonder what all those lads are going to do with their Christmas ads this year. Oh God. Who who are they? Actually, you know what? 
sorry, not how I mentioned that let's word. Let's not, yeah. Sorry, let's sorry. Not. And sorry. usually I'm very into this, but no, not now. I'm not ready. Okay, Doritos, crisps. Dorito crisps, hot and spicy. Yeah, see, crisps. Are they though? Hot and spicy, are Gary. They, are they yeah. technically a crisp? I would yes. say they're a, a donkey chip thing. What do I they call them now. in um, the cinema? Because they're technically the same thing. What do they call they're them? Nachos, isn't it? They're technically nachos then, are they? That's what I mean. Is there a difference? Let me just Google know. Doritos. Doritos. Wait, they come in a crisp packet. Oh, you're making me so hungry for Doritos now. I've, I've a couple of packets inside. Bloody love them. Which Do you want ones? a packet? What flavour? Do you want a packet? Yeah. A load of them got sent in today. What? I'm only joking. Oh, you're <laughs> so mean. Look at that. They're not a crisp. Evil. Doritos is an American brand of flavoured tortilla, tortilla chips. chips. Okay, but they're not. Thank you. They're not crisps. So is this throwing Gary way off? No, this is so confusing for us Irish people. They're cl- you Eric, don't, Eric, you don't thank say, you, oh, hang on. If I met someone, right? If I met somebody and I started going out with them and they were coming over to mine, they're bringing a bottle of wine, a responsible one that we're going to have one glass each and some Doritos, yeah? They said, oh, yeah. what do you want? Yeah, get some chocolate and crisps. Yeah. And then they turn around and say, oh, I didn't, ha- I didn't get ch- crisps, but I got chips. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, where's the chipper? And then they don't have the chipper. And they, they hand me Doritos and they call them chips. Are you having a laugh? Well, there you go. I mean, I'd be done with the date. There'd be no no second or third. Going home in a body bag. Absolutely. Like, good luck, See you good by luck now. to you. Where are you coming from? You're not Irish. Get out. But it just says it there. You couldn't call them a tortilla crisp. Is this a UK thing? No, I would say tortilla chips are made from what? Wheat and flour and uh, crisps are made from potatoes. No, it's not good enough. It's the Americans. It's their fault. They're not crisps. They're chips. They're crisps to us in Ireland. They're, 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 they're not. I would have never called Doritos crisps. Crisps are made from potatoes. Oh my God, this is so upsetting. And the other stuff. What What are the, the, the Mighty Munch and the rest of it made from? Crisps. No, but like, what? what's the stuff, the orange, <laughs> luminous stuff that would probably radiate in your mouth? What's the corn... Oh, corn chips or something? No, like yeah, maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that's devastating news and I'm very upset. Um, Gary, would you classify a Dorito as a crisp? Yeah. Thank you, Gary. All your life you've had Doritos and your mama said, do you want a packet of crisps? And then she gives you them and you say thanks. Yeah, you're not going to say no, are you? I mean, Doritos now, they come with so many flavors. I love, actually, it's all cheese flavor. The cheese flavour. Yeah. Do you know, I do love them. I think they're the orange packet. But they, yeah, ki- they are. They kind of smell... They smell cheese. They kind of smell like feet. cheese flavours. They are delicious. They kind of smell like feet. You wouldn't want to be having a bad day eating them. No, you wouldn't. No, no. no. Now, um, Gary, other Gary who texts in is out delivering food at the moment. So, you know, he's busy and he just, for some reason... Got an urge for the spiciest bag of crisps in Dublin that he can buy. <laughs> and you're saying it's the Dorito Hot and Spicy? Yeah, Dorito Hot and Spicy. Yeah, I got them before myself. Right. They were really hot. I, mean, I couldn't eat the whole packet in one go. Oh, oh that is. That so is I had to go two goes. I was eating it all day, like, you know. Now, what colour is that packet? Oh, Jesus. Remind me now. <laughs> I don't know. My mother was. I was in. I'm grabbing them. I think they're a black packet. Are they yeah, the black I think packet? black yeah, and orange. Something like that. Yeah, they're kind of a dark packet. Okay, because I knew that the the blue one is kind of the cool waves one. I don't like that flavour. It's too boring. And then the no, orange smells like your feet. Cheesy, delicious though. And then the red is the nicest. They're right. the the hot ones. But then uh, I think yeah, the black packet. I don't know what it is. Haven't tried them. Maybe no, they're... Let's go for the for the cheesy ones. You're going to go with, with the cheesy jar, ones. of course, I know. But oh. it's just a hot, cheesy one. There's something in Doritos that's addictive. You cannot yeah, stop eating them. Yeah, they're delicious. Well, um, listen, Gary, we will again pass on the, the, the hot tip there to yes. Gary who's looking for some hot chips. And thanks a million for popping on. And enjoy the rest of your evening, sir. I certainly will. Thank you very Amazing. much. Amazing. Thanks, Gary. Bye. 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 Yeah, crisps. They're not crisps. They are crisps. Didn't want to break his heart. They're technically not crisps. Me and Gary know. Can we play this song for the rest of the night? It's really... Hypnotic nearly, isn't it? Do you know what it reminds me of? It's real American, like I'm just having my chips. You're jumping in your Corvette and you're just driving down a really, really straight just road. on the sidewalk. Is this Fleetwood Mac? These are classics. Just eating a few some, chips. Like, no, kind of you're not. You're eating crisps. No. Stop confusing us. No, there's a difference between crisps 
And chips. And then when they go and get a bag of chips, they say, potato chips. Yeah, we'd like some potato ones. Now they're tortilla ones, please. Thank you. It's too confusing, lads. It's not crisps, they're just from potatoes. That's why we like them more. Right. We lost potatoes for a while there a few years ago. But we haven't We've never them. lost potatoes. We did, yeah. They've been a staple all our lives. That's what I mean, but like 200 years ago we lost a few of them. We did. Just a couple. Stole them. They're all for having mm. Mighty Munchin kills crisps over mm. in other places <laughs> except for here. Great song, though. Let's just play this for the rest of the it evening. Is a and you can, although, if you're driving, I imagine you'd start drifting off listening you to this. Would. Like, oh, 1968. Yeah. Back in the day when there was no worries. Ah, there was loads of worries. It was not like a Cold War, Vietnam. There was no pandemic. There was, there was no, no pandemic. Pa- the pubs were open. In fairness, the you have a point there. The pubs were always open. <laughs> the pubs were open. What a time to be alive. Yeah. And those things like pubs were open. Um, we'll be explaining those things to our kids in years to come. And yeah. there was this place called a pub where you just went and had the crack. And they'd be like, what's the crack? Well, you're not allowed that anymore no. either. You have to stay inside staring at the walls wearing a mask. That's what we did from 2020 <laughs> onwards. No one laughed because laughing spread the virus. If you laughed, you killed your granny. <laughs> and that was the end of that, right? Uh, we'll be chatting to someone about uh, the difference between your romantic loves and your sexual loves. They can be completely different. On the way next, though, topic featuring A7S, Breaking Me, that's... Sorry, not Fleetwood keep getting Mac. No, no, not Fleetwood Mac, unfortunately. That's not coming. But uh, topic A7S coming up next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. The devastating news this evening about your local pub. Uh, if it doesn't serve food, it will not be opening next Monday the 21st as was planned. It's only affecting Dublin pubs. Wet Dublin pubs. Ugh. What a rotten, rotten word. I get sick of my mouth anytime I say it. Anyway, fortunately, if your pub is not serving food, it will not be permitted to open next Monday. Other pubs around the country, though, will be allowed open and it'll be all dependent on the cases in the capital over the next while. So f104.e for more information on that. But bad news this evening, but sure, look, it's, it's just that kind of year. It is just that kind of year. And we just have to accept this. Hopefully the week will fly by and you can responsibly go to the pub. In peace. Yeah, in 2028. Yeah. But we'll pretend as if everything's okay. Yay! Woo! Everything is fine. Everything is Life absolutely. is good. <laughs> yeah, we're not falling apart uh, no. internally at all. No, it's good. Uh, okay, coming up a little bit later on, we'll be chatting to a guy who claims... Psych- I shouldn't say guy, I should give him his honour. He's a doctor. He's a PhD in psychology. Looking into the difference between your romantic love and your sexual love and desire. So apparently you can be madly in love with someone but not want to bump uglies with them. That's a lie. Or hug in a special way. So uh, who knows? You could be in love with your best mate and just want to ride the miss. <laughs> it's like, I don't love you. I love my mate. I have drinks and pints with him responsibly. Yeah. We have a few games of FIFA and then I just come and bang you and then I go to sleep. So. That's terrible. You can't say that. This is the new research. I'm just putting it in a in slightly more inappropriate context. Yeah. But there you go. That's on the way shortly. Uh, we never got around, because we had the Shredder in studio this evening, we did not get around to a very uh, very important question. Yes, we have a very important question tonight. Sorry, the way you said that a few minutes ago just had me very... What? <laughs> what? I need to contain myself. Anyway, so the question I have tonight is, the least popular name in 90 years has been revealed... Any ideas? <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't want to say it. the least popular name. The least popular name in 90 years. So 90 years running, this is the least popular name. Uh, so so is this judged on how few people are like calling their kids this name? Exactly. Okay. It's one name. I'm not going to tell you which sex it is. Okay. For yet, for now. Um, any ideas though? Uh, one or two. I'm going to presume this might be an easy one, all things considered. That's what you would think. Right. But obviously people are going to be thinking of horrific names, names that their grannies were called or their granddads were called. Gertrude. Yeah, like those types of names. Yeah, just kind of real violently aggressive ones. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. the least popular name of all time, the least popular name in the last 90 years, what do you think it has been? Uh, you can let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp and we'll see if you get anywhere near it. Um... Yeah. So no one calling their babies this name. Nobody. And I think if anyone suggested this, someone might stop them. Oh, really? I think they would, yeah. Oh, really? I think they'd say, I don't think it's a good idea. Is it like something obnoxious? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of like, what's an obnoxious guy's name? Theodore. Oh, Theodore. Although Theo isn't bad, but Theodore. That's what Fog Williams called her little son. Oh, was it? Theodore. There you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> Lovely lady. Gorgeous. Um, no, it's not. It's not an obnoxious name. That's a really obnoxious name. And it's not an out there name, by the way. This is a simple name. It's not like... Yeah. This is um, something people wouldn't call their kid because it has a bad rep more so than it's an ugly name. Do you know okay, what I mean? Not an ugly sounding name. Like no, that. it's not like Gertrude or... I'm trying to think of other old people's names. Vera. Yeah, no, it's not Vera. Oh, is, is Vera Wang, is that a... Vera Wang's a designer. Do you I mean, know what's yeah. really interesting? I came across somebody that called their child Vivian recently, which yeah. I thought was really strange for a baby. I was thinking, where the hell did that come from? That's a really old name. Vivian Westwood. Who's that? A designer. Uh, okay, because Vivian, you kind of need to have... You need to have short, short woman hair in your forties. I mean, you're not a baby. A yeah, walking around. Yeah, called Vivian. <laughs> but there is a baby walking around called Vivian. Well, maybe Viv. No. Vivi. No. Well, Vivi's kind of cute. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll get away with that. But Viv is like again your auntie who's seventy. Yeah. And Viv. And Viv's coming over. Is she on the sauce again? She is. She kicked it there for two weeks now, but she'll be over with the brandy. And don't be saying anything. <laughs> Don't be saying anything about the arrest last week. Or soiling herself at mass. Leave Aunt Viv alone. Uh, yeah, okay. So we're looking for the, the most unpopular name. The most unpopular name for 90 years. Doesn't have a good rep. I don't know why. I don't know how. But we all know this name. And we all have a bad association with this name. Yeah, nobody's calling their kids this name anymore. Why do you think it is? 87 even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.